All right. Understanding the nursing game with Miss Shawana Obi mm-hmm. and Mr. Barry Coleman. How you doing today? Seem seem like you 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 busy. Hey, you just took a long <laughs> sigh right there. <laughs> Sounds like you need, a, you need to debrief. Come on, come on. This is your chance now. It's it's been a long week, Barry, and being mm-hmm. at home with four kids and trying to sneak out, literally sitting in my van in the driveway mm-hmm. with the garage door closed so nobody can find me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's where we are right now with my coffee mm-hmm. in my in my van. Yeah, I'm good. You good? Okay, okay. I'm good. Hey. Hey, I'm I'm glad to hear that. Now, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say this. Now, thinking about that situation right there, we're mm-hmm. gonna have to do a podcast on being a mama in a pandemic and being a nurse. I think that's I'm a lot. You, that's a lot, right? A lot. Hey, it's that's a lot. a lot right there. So I, hey, we need to do one on that just for some debriefing for you, I'm some counseling. You. Some then therapy. you might, I might be. You just might make me start talking, and you won't get a word in. <laughs> yeah, like all our male guests. Yes. <laughs> Hey, a very neglected population. I'm right. saying, apparently, we just don't listen to y'all enough because y'all just get on here and, I mean, and I'm, you just open up. I'm, I'm going to say this. When it comes to us and, mm-hmm. well, you know, they like to have males in the nursing workplace. And yeah. I, I come to find out they like to have us because we are more so a a person that a lot of women come to to uh, be. So we... You know, y- y'all, you know, uh, the women have something going on at work. More times mm-hmm. than not, they either go to their friend or they'll go to the closest male and they just like to talk and just vent. Uh, the women that true. The women that I work with, they like to come to me. Hey, hey, Barry, come on. Hey, come on here. They, we just go for a little walk. About mm-hmm. three or five minutes and they get it. They unload. and they. That they, is they, very true. So, hey, you know, uh, we always absorbing it. Then we give somebody on this platform. It's all about you, boy. The males need to. <laughs> we you make a good point there. Hey, hey, I, I'm just, I'm just saying. Hey, we, we let it real. We, hey, long yeah. time coming. Yeah, yeah. That's what so, uh, hey, uh, I, I just, uh, I think we need to do an episode just on that being a mama and a yeah. pandemic. Yeah, and then being a nurse along with it. That's a mm-hmm. lot, man. It is a lot. But uh, yeah. yes, we're going we gonna to gravitate towards uh, another saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty yeah. much this, this saying is, um, I'm going to read it. There is no better than adversity. So basically he's saying there is nothing better than adversity. Every, mm-hmm. every defeat, every heartbreak, every loss contains mm-hmm. its own seed. Mm-hmm. It's own lesson on how to improve your performance next time. Guess who said that? Oh. You you know who said that? Malcolm X. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you should have guessed. No, oh. man, I just hey, should have guessed. Man, that was a pretty good one right there. I, and you know what? I just <laughs> oh, not right. really Sorry. embraced that. I had an evaluation. What was that? Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had an evaluation, and they said one of my strengths was mm-hmm. being <laughs> able to accept criticism and not and not get mad about it and seem like when i take when i receive the criticism the next time that situation come up i handle it better that's what my manager mm-hmm. said i was like you know what i oh, agree yeah. that because most time now when people I, when i was younger people used to say things about me i would get emotional and i would become angry like i would be more so mm-hmm. prideful now mm-hmm. i don't i really don't care now yeah. about myself too much i'm I, I like for people to criticize yeah. me so that i can get better i, I like a truth for us so um mm-hmm. that's the good strength to have yes. um 
How yeah, you take a lot, it, man? Uh, so, it I mean, on how uh, that's, you a, take that's a good one, man. I, had went, I actually went down to the University of South Alabama and talked to the uh, the basketball team down now. And I kind of I kind of spoke upon upon something mm-hmm. like that, like when the coaches get on to you, be tell them thank you because they can very easily recruit a guy next year to take your spot. So I mean, you you have to be That's thankful, man, true. when people give you a blunt critique <clears throat> of you. Hey, man, just laugh. Hey, take it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Laugh it all. Keep it moving. Don't don't sweat it, and you just head on from now. Okay, so today we have Britannica Jeffers, and she lives in Florida. So we're kind of making our way around <laughs> the United States right now. Britannica is a clinical risk manager at the Cleveland Clinic in Florida. And she's been a nurse for a while. And she has been in healthcare since yeah. high school because she went to a vocational high school. So I actually want to hear more about that because I believe my high school program had that. I'm not, I think they had something, the career center, but I don't really know so much about that. And I don't know if it's still, is it still something that's in high schools these days? You know, that's interesting because I was like, well, where I grew up, it was pretty common for people to, I came mm-hmm. from Delaware. My dad was military, so we traveled a lot. So oh. I call myself a global mm. citizen. So I'm not going to claim Delaware okay. as my place. But yes. once he, um, yes. we settled down and we got stationed in Delaware, um, it was very common for people to have the mentality in, in a small town to either you're going to yeah. go graduate and go straight to work. Or you're gonna go to the military, right? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people went to college. And in my case, I had a I grew up with a family or mother that definitely emphasized going for further education. So we went I went to this technical school to get the I guess lay the foundation to figure out what career path I wanted to go in. So they had like a, a nursing okay. academy, medical acad- academy, and then they had other stuff like masonry, computer drafting for people that wanted to do art, uh, be architects mm-hmm. and things like that. So I think schools like that still exist. I haven't seen it down here in Florida. I think now they call them okay. magnet programs, right? When you want to take a certain oh, track, yes. they tend to call these magnet schools. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, we got fancy, but from mm-hmm. where I went to school, it was right. vocational, <laughs> technical school, especially when you're yeah. like, in the South areas, I mean, like, I mean, Delaware, Maryland was in the deep South, but in areas like Virginia, Delaware, uh-huh. Maryland, I mean, my dad and um, stepmom, they went to like, there were schools that were just had technical programs or vo- they called them vocational schools. So okay. yeah, they still exist, I think. Okay. I mean, because I think that's an awesome mm-hmm. track also, because you kind of get your mindset, you know what your goals are, you kind of know what's, you know, what you have to yeah. do, what's ahead of you. And you have an idea about what you're getting into before you're even really yeah. getting into it. I think it's also great for, so, for people that just want to kind of figure it out, play around without mm-hmm, wasting money, right? Because mm-hmm. high school's free. So I never understood yeah. that concept of yeah. like changing your, your major five times in college. Oh, I was like, gosh. oh, you guys have money. Y'all got money to spare. <laughs> I showed up here exactly. knowing what I had to do. Uh-huh, so I think it's a great uh-huh. way to get exposure and set a foundation, especially when, in, like in my case, I was the first one to go into healthcare. When that's not a common dialogue mm-hmm. or language at the dinner table of, you know, uh, talking about anatomy and physiology and things like that, you know, when you start early, the more information, for me, I learn best by hearing things over and over again. So I think for people that are like that, mm-hmm. that are not going to hear things one time, mm-hmm. they're photogenic, they learn fast. Mm-hmm. When when you're first generation yeah. of anything or you're not familiar with something, yes. repetition is key. Um, And it's not just when you're mm-hmm. doing study group, it's, it's starting with exposure like, oh yeah, I've seen body parts, I've been to mm-hmm. this museum, I've seen, I know what vessels and muscles and stuff look like. I talked about that for two years in high school, my junior, senior year. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I took you take the prereqs in college, so you get to nursing school. So it makes it easier when you want to keep excelling and advancing that you keep reinforcing 
the information and setting the foundation. It makes it better, stronger foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So did this, did you earn credits while you were in high school towards yeah. um, mm -hmm. college? Actually, they, okay. because of, okay. with the school, they partner up with the community college as well. So in Delaware, it was called wow. Del Tech. So like the first two years at Del Tech, you can uh -huh. go for free. And if, and when they start wow. that partnership, you can transition the, the credit that you took um, for microbiology and anatomy and physiology to the mm -hmm. local um, college. But that that was mm -hmm. just started when I was in high school. So I think they've gotten better now because not all the classes were considered a you know college level. And then the community mm -hmm. college had mm -hmm. a partnership with the local universities of University of Delaware, Dell State, which is the HBCU. Dell okay. State. Yeah, Dell State. Mm, go uh -huh. ahead. I didn't yeah. go either one of them, um, but we're yeah. starting to see. <laughs> well, I think we're just starting to see like a common theme um, yep. with some of the people that we've spoken to because you know so many people get stuck on this like that this Direct track, track of getting yeah. into yes of getting into a big college or something and getting into a nursing program but i think it's so good to see like the different avenues that we so can take to avenues, get there because yeah. yes i mentioned a technical school and getting an associate degree first you know just it's so much there's mm -hmm. so many options in so many ways that don't involve overwhelming yeah. yourself with getting into college and figuring out college and trying to get into the nursing mm -hmm. nursing program as well and um, i think so yeah it's so good to, sorry sorry uh -huh. but no I, I was gonna say i for me i'm hands-on no, um and for people that learn hands-on uh -huh. they're not just book smarts i think um work experience is the great what is the best yeah. teacher at times because when you just stay in school you mm -hmm. don't fully understand that there's more to just be in medicine than just a nurse and a doctor there's respiratory therapy, there's sonography, right. there's EMG techs. Mm -hmm. So there's so many facets of healthcare that when you mm -hmm. work, mm -hmm. when you get a job in the doctor's office, when you get a job in the hospital, uh, at a clinic or a nursing home, you realize, oh, I don't have to just pick black or white. You know, there are gray zones. There's right. other areas to explore. So I, right. I, I agree. There's so many avenues. You don't have to overwhelm yourself with doing mm -hmm. the straight track, mm -hmm. the fast track the quote unquote yes. traditional track. And it depends on what community you're talking to, what's traditional, exactly. right? Mm. So yes, you, you have to keep true. that in mind. And I think it also helps diversify your understanding of how the expertise of people in your field based on their level of experience. Because some people that took the traditional track of straight mm -hmm. through school, you think you might value that more. But when you have been a worker yourself, mm -hmm. I think I value the people mm. that have the most experience. Yes. So the people that started really at the bottom, they were like, oh, I was yes. just a tech. Well, I was mm -hmm. the, I was the uh, mm -hmm. the unit secretary, and now I'm the director of nursing. You're like, oh, okay. So mm -hmm. you know they have a, well, a yeah. diversified perspective of people skills and all that jazz. But I can go on and on. So let me right. stop. Yes, all yeah. of that. <laughs> well, no, yes, and that's very true because I will say my um, husband is a pain doctor, but he started out. He okay. went to nursing school. Um, and he worked mm -hmm. as a patient care tech while he was in nursing school and then worked as a nurse at a um, nursing home for a little while and then got into medical school. And I myself have more respect for him, you know, knowing his journey and seeing all of that to get to where he is now. And then not only that, I think when you have all of those experiences, it just makes you a better yeah. practitioner in whatever mm -hmm. you're doing, because then mm -hmm. you understand what the techs are doing. You understand what the people sweeping mm -hmm. the floor are doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's everybody yeah. has their own story. So, you know, I think those people who just are kind of grandfathered yeah. in when yeah. they have family that <laughs> started out somewhere and they just, you know, get straight Back. to it. 
there's a kind of yeah. lack of respect for mm-hmm. others who struggle to get to where they are now. Because I think um, so yeah, it, it basically mm-hmm. it goes back to like it's almost like a scripture where it looks like God is no respecter of person. So I mean that, and for people that aren't mm-hmm. spiritual, the, the 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 point is is that when you see people as people, when you have an experience of working mm-hmm. your way up, then you will treat people as people, yes. and not by their title and role, right? So yes, I, yes. that speaks to like yes. how your husband's like, yeah, when you start off as a tech or the transporter, you're not gonna di- what now that you're a doctor, you won't be disrespectful, have little regard for the person that cleans the rooms, right? And the structures and pushes right. people down exactly. the hall, you know? I agree. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So also you um have a master's in health law, which also intrigues me. Um so, so I get a lot of questions for that. So uh, no, you, yeah. Everybody's like, how did I'm you get there? I'm like, I don't even I'm, know. I don't even know. Okay. I the reason why I ended up in healthcare law is because I said when I got to the bedside and I did a few years at nursing and I was like, I'm not making a difference in people's lives the way I thought I would. Right. I'm like the whole cliche thing mm. of, I want to be a nurse. Or I want to go to healthcare because mm-hmm. I want to help people. Sounds very cliche, but it, it really meant that mm-hmm. to me. I was like, I really mm-hmm. want to help people. Then I got in there helping people and then you help patch them up to get, uh, mm-hmm. discharge them in three days, you know, things like that. You know, it's, it's, it's fast right. turnaround. It's all about volume yeah. in and out. And then those same people are yes. not getting the proper coverage through their insurance or follow-up care. They don't have a primary. All these factors mm-hmm. in healthcare where I feel like let people down, where we're broken, especially for particular populations. So then I okay. said, I feel uh-huh. like I want to help healthcare mm-hmm. be more equitable and quality, better care and better, uh, fair. That's what I'm trying to say. So that we treat mm-hmm. everyone fairly and everyone has the mm-hmm. same quality of care. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, to do that, what degree okay. do I get besides? Because I thought in my mind when I started out on healthcare, I was like, oh, I'm going to become an ARMP. That was my track. And then I got healthcare and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I don't want to just mm-hmm. be a part of the bedside. I want to be a part of change, influence policy um, and structure. Yeah. So that's why I went yeah. into healthcare law. Um, and then I um, did a concentration in regulatory compliance, focusing on the abilities to wow. create policies, procedures, and protocols to improve quality and equitability. I think I'm saying it right. You know, I'm not here making it words, y'all. And healthcare, understanding um, that okay. we should meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. So now not have um, the that mindset of paternalism, mm-hmm. like doctor knows best. We know best what's best for you, your community, for your health. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. how I ended up in healthcare law. And then when I got there, I was like, there's nobody that looks like me with my background in my oh, world right there's no mm-hmm, i was like I either everyone becomes yeah. an attorney they do litigation and they're a part mm-hmm. of malpractice cases and i was like i'm not a part of i don't want to be on that side so then i just did a lot of research talked to my mentors mm-hmm. and they said just find something that will utilize some of your info some of the stuff you you learn in school your skill set and then grow and that's how i ended up in risk um i didn't start off right here i graduated and ended up in the quality process and performance improvement department doing like peer review facilitating committees that uh, evaluated Uh the conduct and performance and care rendered by physicians. I made that sound real good and applied for a job Mm -hmm. as a risk manager. (laughs) You did. And then got hired as a risk manager. So then in your job as risk manager. So that entails managing, mitigating risk and doing risk assessments. Um, I do basically all the internal reviews of confidential um, occurrence reports, incident reports. So in layman's terms, when something happens, when we all say, oh, this probably probably shouldn't have happened, 
after bad incident report, the it goes to the risk manager. Mm-hmm. And the risk manager looks mm-hmm. at that incident and, and mm-hmm. evaluates, what well, do we have a process problem? Do we have a people problem? So mm-hmm. I have to do a comprehensive review. Mm-hmm. I have to think big picture and then drill down to see if there's any way I can mitigate the risk mm-hmm. by maybe we need to improve our processes and put some more protocols and policies in place. Maybe we need to buff up our staffing. Maybe we need to work on supporting the staff. Maybe we need to work on educating and proficiency in our skills. So I like it beyond the bounds of I just take care of one person at a time and that's the only way I can have an impact. You know, you can have a right a larger scope of impact. Mm-hmm. The only downside is it's not instant gratification. When I worked at the bedside, mm-hmm. instant gratification when the person didn't code that day, they 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 smiled. They were yeah. like, thank you so much. You mm-hmm. helped me understand what the doctor <laughs> had said to me or my, you know, instant gratification because someone says thank you and no one died that day. But in a mm-hmm. role, administrative role, I think the downside for me mm-hmm. because I love mm-hmm. to see that I have an impact is that it's delayed gratification. You don't realize you made a difference and probably tell two or three months down the road when you don't have another incident. Yeah. When the morale has improved mm-hmm. and you have less turnaround mm-hmm. and it's because you provide got got things in motion for more support. But it's not going right. to happen overnight. And so sometimes I'll be walking around looking like Eeyore just being like, nothing's working. Yeah. I've done nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, there's ups and downs to uh, all kinds of positions in healthcare but yeah it's rewarding at the end of the day yeah yes yes and I like that you talked about getting yeah. instant you know but not getting instant gratification um for this and mm-hmm. I think it's that way with so many things too that you yeah. know we expect to see results right away and we have to have patience and wait so okay and yes. then you did some travel nursing and that's where you met Alexis before I loved it all of this Oh no, we were great. We was killing it when we were working sir. together. Man, those people didn't know what was happening. They said all these, yeah. these little chocolate drops. Like, who are these people? She called them chocolate these drops. Chocolate. Oh we my god! Like, we, I think it was three chocolate drops, and we were all from the east coast. I had met her. Funny story. I know. I don't know if we have enough time, but I'm going to talk about the story oh, wow. of her and I. Like we, my first assignment ever of travel nursing was at Grady in Atlanta. So I worked mm-hmm. on um, the medical ICU. It, it was rough because it was my first assignment, and it was it was Grady, so it was rough out there. So then I went I went to LA. Right. I'm sorry, I went back to LA because I went to LA first, then Grady, then back to LA. I go to LA, start seeing people. That I was like, why do I feel like I know them? So and there's no black people, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I know you because out here in LA, it was predominantly an Asian demographic, yes. and so I was like the only black person when I first went out there. I go out there and I run into everybody I feel like from Atlanta. One of them being mm-hmm. Lexus and another girl, um, Travana, that I worked with. Oh, wow. And she was like, what are you doing here? I was like, girl, what are you doing here? It, and it was it was great because, as we all know, mm-hmm. when you see familiar faces, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you actually know them, oh, but a wee. face that says, okay, I'm not the only one that's yes. chocolate. I'm not the only one that's female. I'm not the only one that's millennial. On, I'm not. When you just see something familiar, you feel comfortable automatically. You feel like you have a safe zone. I mean, you got to figure people out because my sister mm-hmm, always says mm-hmm. every skin folk ain't your kin folk. So I was like, you right. And kin you folk, right, that's right. You right. You got you to see what side they that's on. Right. How they at? How they at? Um, but mm. they were my kin folk. They were, and Lexus was out there shutting it down. And I loved it because we knew our stuff because we came from a facility or we had, I don't know, the, the fortitude, the background, the zeal to just be like, we out here. We're going to make money, but we're also going to provide good health care. You're not going to try us. We were never unprofessional. Mm-hmm. And I can say that very much so about well, Lexus and Shavana, that they were never mm-hmm. unprofessional, but they stood their ground. They knew their stuff. And I think that mm-hmm. speaks more than 
you mm-hmm. trying to have raise your voice at people or mm-hmm. prove a point. It's just saying, no, no, no. Right. Actually, I manage right. the code better than you yes. do. If you need help, people will rather come to us. And we're the travelers or we're the young ones or mm-hmm. we're the only black girls, the chocolate jobs running around. My travel experience mm-hmm. was great because of me seeing more people that look like me. But that I'll, 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 I'll stop there. That's good. But I love traveling. <laughs> I recommend it for everybody, too. Do not feel like you have to take what's given to you. I don't know if you're in a small community, especially yeah. if you live in small communities, yeah. uh, areas that are not diverse, areas where you feel like you don't have uh, the opportunity mm-hmm. to grow, to do traveling. Because travel nursing will show you the, the, yes. that you do have options, that you can either get better okay. pay that you can be respected or you mm-hmm. can fit in somewhere else. You don't have to just squeeze into a, if you're a circle, don't try to uh, fit into a, a square peg. If you don't fit into a square peg, if you grew up in a, in, in a country, but you have <laughs> yeah. a city girl mentality, then please, yeah. by all means, go to the mm-hmm. cities. Be, be yourself, yourself, spread your wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think mm-hmm. sometimes in this world, mm-hmm. we feel like we have to make a yeah. compromise. We have to choose to be complacent or stay where we mm-hmm. are because people say that's what's safe or that's what's stable or appropriate but i i definitely mm-hmm. yep. encourage everyone to grow yes. whatever that growth looks like yes yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know if oh, you all know goodness. what master class is but it's like this yeah so they have all these people um who have done like the lady who invented Spanx is on there Issa ray has classes on there but um one of the instructors was saying you know that when you get an idea or when you're thinking about doing something that other people might frown upon don't say anything just get your plan together and get make start making the moves to do it because if you start saying you know okay well i think i'm gonna go travel then people will start um, putting Mm. down into your head or saying this is what you really want to do you know and um before you know you're just starting to back down and just like okay maybe not grow your wings (laughs) and you go and not don't say don't tell anybody what you're doing and what your plans are just make plans and do it and then get your experience and maybe go back or maybe, you know, go somewhere else. But yes, I completely agree. I agree with that. I, I'm going to say this. I originally start, started my nursing career in Mobile. Mm-hmm. Then I, I got into the operating room at uh, Vanderbilt wow. in Nashville. I didn't really feel the support from my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, hey, moved in a way. I'm always, I'm a long Me too. Room, so I like to do stuff in a way by myself. <laughs> And then um, I I did two years there. I had a plan. I wanted to do like travel nurse. I did Vandy for a couple of years, and then I was ready to go to the West Coast, make me some money. Mm-hmm. Told my folks, you know, they always accuse me of um of not letting them know, no you know, <laughs> what's going on with me. Yeah, I'm yeah, the pretty same much. Way. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, <laughs> and and I and I actually told them, and I didn't feel I didn't feel that love mm-hmm. and support like mm-hmm. home. And, I, and I'm going to say this, I went out there, mm-hmm. went out there, started making good money and stuff like that. And now every now and then, you know, I would, I would buy just a little gift, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, just a, ra- just a, right. just a random mm-hmm. gift. Oh, man, it, it, it went a long way. It's like when you go to the eye doctor, everybody can relate to this. You go to the eye doctor, they say, hey, read this line right here. Man, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't see that line. Don't get mad at them because they can't see that line. They, your vision, what God gave you, the vision that He gave you, might not be the same level. Okay, baby. They, on. Mm-hmm. they might be behind. <laughs> hey, they might be on a low, a lower level, a lower level than you. That's all right. All you got to do is just make the letters plain, mm-hmm. make them bigger. Mm-hmm. 
once you make your vision bigger, and it's gonna take time and some growth and, and some struggle. Right. And then once you once once you get to that level, then they'll understand. They'll understand then. So you know, you have to be you have to be very protective mm-hmm. of your vision. Yes, that is very All true. Right, Pastor yeah, Barry. sometimes your family mm-hmm. make the vision bigger, and then once they see it, they'll understand. I want to say mm-hmm. I'm gonna differ a yes. little bit just because I'm gonna say some people might never get on board. They Go might ahead. never understand. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay, and it, yeah, and that's, that's cool. cool, and that's okay. So for all of y'all out there that really or have the itch, you have a vision, go for it. And people don't understand, then that's fine. But it's mm-hmm. it's better for for the outsiders not to understand that you as the insider, your inner spirit, your inner self being disappointed mm-hmm. and living in regret. And doing the um mm, right. shoulda coulda woulda, and I that's my mantra. I'm like, mm-hmm. I never want to say. I wonder if I had. I mean, I still have slight regrets because there's certain things I wish I had done while I was doing traveling, or mm-hmm. maybe I should have been traveling longer. But I can't say that I never tried it because my family was like, no, that's too far away. What's gonna happen with you all the way out there? We can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't get we can't to you. Those are natural worries because they love you, but sometimes people's love mm-hmm. can be stifling Absolutely. and smothering. Not all yes. forms Absolutely. of love are healthy. There's forms of love that are mm-hmm. toxic, right? Uh, speak on There's it. There's forms of love that are oppressive. Speak on it. I'm talking about they love you, but they don't want you to grow. Mm. They don't want you to change. So their love is that you have to, it's conditional. It's not unconditional. Yes. There's conditions to the love mm. of stay a certain way, like down the street. Don't go get a highfalutin or whatever they think it is. So mm-hmm. do do, do mm-hmm. your dream for sure. You can yeah. pass the plate around for yeah. me too. I don't take, I, I ain't asking. Hey, I'm going to say this. My daddy was a pastor. We're going to pass that little offering around. My daddy is too. That's so funny. <laughs> Mine is too. That's why we couldn't All up. these PKs. That's why we couldn't We vibe. Mm. It's talking about PK kids. Okay. That's it. That's right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's you probably fine. have some that's stories too. Because, yeah, you do. I do. I do have stories. <laughs> yes. It makes, you, it makes you turn out a certain type oh, of way. I, yes. Yes. I, I agree with that. Hey, I'm going to say this. The reason that's another reason why I like Michael Mills so much. His dad was a preacher. Oh. But uh besides the point. He dropping knowledge. Growing up as <laughs> hey, growing up as a preacher kid, can you describe the experience for those that don't know? Cause people that are not preacher kid, they say the preacher kids turn okay. out the verse. So would, would you like to <laughs> would you like elaborate. to elaborate can, on that? I can explain some things. <laughs> okay, one is mm-hmm. just like there's double standards, not just for pastor kids, let's say for the president's kids. You, mm-hmm. ha- you have mm-hmm. a certain level of expectations that when they go out in public, they're not going to act a fool. They're going to dress mm-hmm. a certain way. They can mm-hmm. articulate themselves a certain way. Same thing with pastor kids. People got these crazy mm-hmm. expectations that we're going to quote scriptures. We like As soon as you talk to us, we're well-behaved. Mm-hmm. We're super spiritual. But we're, we're actually mm-hmm. on our own journey. Our parents chose a path yes. and we're just trying to figure it out. We just have yes. to be related to them. The hard part about yes. being the pastor kid is that when you get reprimanded, it ain't even always about you getting a beating or a spanking. It's about having a, a sermon. A many sermons will be associated with your behavior, a scripture, mm-hmm. this this internal this internal guilt, like, it. you know, respect your parents, you're going to hell. Now, not everyone's talking about, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? No, speak on it. It's, 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 that's the hard part. I think sometimes mm-hmm. you'd rather just get punished. You see regular people, they don't have these complexes. Yes. Times. I'm like, my complex runs yes. is all about honoring mm-hmm. your parents. Um, God knows yes. your heart. Okay, so if you thought it, you did it. You're like, man, does anybody else feel this way? They must not feel this way because they out here turn up. And I'm out here scared, okay? Turn all the way I feel up. like I'm not going to get my blessing mm-hmm. if I don't act a certain way. 
that's right. That's right. On getting your blessing, having a blessed life, being prosperous. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the hard part about being a PK kid. And then another one is that you don't get to just do regular stuff like stay at home. Like you have to do Bible study, yes. you do yes. children's choir, yes. you have to do a role in the children's play. You have yes. to um, sit still at yeah. um, morning service. Mm-hmm. I remember going to be a, what was it, a delegator, I think is what, like we oh, had, I didn't do that. Delegator. Yes, there would be like church. What is this? So there'd be like, it'd be maybe a revival or something, but I would have to go and take notes oh, of whatever had happened and then have to go mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. You, know? that, you, had, you were the different no, man out here. Hey, yes. no wonder you was a heathen. <laughs> I wonder you a heathen. Vocational Bible yeah. school every summer camp. Like people can yes. go to regular fun summer camp. No, we do a vocational Bible school. Mm-hmm. Um, vocation Bible Sunday school, school yeah. Bible camp. Lord, the struggle is yeah. real. Yes, yeah. Although I might yes. try to slip some stuff in there with my know. kids these days. Like God will bless you if you do. This. The thing is, you can't help it. You say I'm never gonna be like that because my parents were yeah. like that. Yeah, and it just, mm. it's you know, yeah. it just happens to seep in. You're going to do the same thing. We're going to do the same thing. Not exactly the same. We're going to modify it a little bit. Right. 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 (laughs) But yeah, now my kids will be like, oh, yeah, I want God to bless me. So let me go do this. You know about tithes and offerings long before everybody else. You understand 10%. Wait, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, two herbs. Two herbs. 10%. Man, come on, (laughs) y'all. But uh, I I do have a question for you. I Well, I. We have to divide the uh, interview up because oh. I like to take over. But uh, Shawana, hey, Shawana, yeah. do you have any more questions no, before I get no, started? Go ahead. I, gotta, I might I gotta, interject a couple of times, but you go Okay, ahead. all right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so you say no, you're no, a lawyer, no. right? No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. See, that's good. I need to that's clear that up. Question. I heard you say somebody. Yeah, you say you have care law, and, so I thought and you most was people a lawyer. Think, go so ahead. I, people think that too. So I tell people I compare to like other ancillary degrees, like ARP, PA. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, uh, you can't use PA. A physician what, assistant. What is PA? I'm sorry. Like a P- physician assistant, there you go, nurse there practitioner. You go. Because there you go. so mm-hmm. just because someone's a they go to med school or they do certain programs doesn't mean that they're going to be a doctor. They might be an assistant. They might be like a step down. So mm-hmm. for me, I went to law school, but my degree is an ancillary degree. I didn't get a JD, so I'm not a practicing lawyer, but I have understanding and a background and understanding healthcare law. Because there's degrees that can focus mm-hmm. on law for education, mm-hmm. human relations, human uh, resource services, healthcare, and business law. So I took the track of healthcare law, but I didn't take the track to do a JD so that I can take the bar and all that. If that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be a lawyer? Or you know, I can't say I'm never going to go back to school, but I don't think I'm going to go back for a JD. I don't want to get deep into law. I still want to take the track mm-hmm. policy and healthcare reform. Um, and I want to find a way to do that without being, I don't want to have a JD to do that. I think I want to stay more on the clinical uh, people side. So maybe I want to do a business degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hey, okay. Hey, I got another question. Now, you know, us in the black community, we are infatuated mm. with people that got money. Mm. They're just going to call it what it is. They, uh, you know, in the inner city, they most so attracted to the ball player slash the pimp hustler mm-hmm. that type of uh, mentality and you go to the countryside we kind of like the people that saw meals things like that they they get up and go to work hard i mean go to do hard work and then uh they're able to 
provide for their family and they live a, a, mm. a easier lifestyle. Now, we're going to talk numbers because they were the young <laughs> folks like to talk. They 100. <laughs> Hey, what the what the right. what the numbers looking like? Man. Okay, what the numbers so in this like? industry of working in risk management, or if you're working in quality, when they start throwing those terms around performance improvement, so you're doing clinical administrative, it can go from a range of mm-hmm. depending on where you live. So if you live in very expensive areas, easily you could mm-hmm. be making eighty k to a hundred k. So if you're living in California. That's what you can expect okay. probably in the ninety to a hundred k. When you look at jobs in the south. <laughs> Okay. Or in the Midwest, pay is going to be actually mm-hmm. in that 70s, 80 k So the money is good if you choose to go that route. But if you're the kind of person that you like to just do your job and clock out, it's going to be hard to do that in this field because you, you are working a nine to five, mm-hmm. your, your salary, you know, and, and it's not the same freedom of doing 12 hour shifts. And when you clock out, you're done. If you want an extra few coins, you can pick up a, a shift or two. This is like, regardless you need to work nine to five five days a week and mm-hmm. if and in my case when mm-hmm. events or major events arise arise i have to yeah they're gonna call me they're gonna call o'clock in the morning so mm-hmm. it depends on what type of freedom or work-life balance you want to have so the money the money's good if you get into the right facility too it depends on the facility you know if you're in a mm-hmm. small community mm-hmm. hospital they don't call call you, and the pay might not look the same, right? Because they're a small community hospital. Mm-hmm. But if you want to help, like, like yeah. Cleveland Clinic, or not to say they they put all their money in my salary, but they have more resources. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it depends. Mm-hmm. So, how many um, how many people do your job? Where I'm you are? currently the only full time risk manager. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a lot of work. Whoa. And I'm color. And out of the whole mm-hmm. enterprise of Cleveland yeah. Clinics risk managers, I'm the only a minority colored. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And how many are there? There's about, I would say there's about, because some of us are retiring. So there's about 12 of us. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Good. I'm you. assuming all the other, all the other nurses are people that have the same degree as you are in your same field they didn't mm. want to be full-time. actually it varies so you'll see in this in my field that you don't have to actually have a degree in law some people just have a master's degree and they did like healthcare administration you'll see some people mm-hmm. are nurses um and they got their master's in um, science of nursing you'll see that some people just have their bachelor's but they've been in the field of nursing mm-hmm. For 20 years and at one time they were the nursing supervisor of some floor and so people like their be able their their critical thinking skills mm-hmm. yeah they experience. they experience so actually there's yeah, a there's broad smart. range of experience and it depends on once again your the facility you apply to they will take anything i mean there's places that it, you don't have to be clinical you can have a business degree you can have a finance degree you can have a law degree or be a nurse yeah so all of them don't look like me <laughs> now i'm gonna say this my manager, I had um, talked to my manager and I told her that I was going back to school mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I, I'm going back okay. for executive nursing administration, but really, really and truly, I just want to teach online <laughs> to make an extra 40,000 so I can blow it on vacation. That's, 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 the, real, that's the real reason why I want to do it. There you go. That's how, that's really so the you real that reason why I want to do it. You don't have to get that degree to do that. Hey, well, <laughs> hey, well, hey, hey, let me say to Miss Jeffers, I am, I am a man that likes to 
repel certain okay. things in my life. Like like right now, I I, I like to drink wine. I, I have become oh, I work in Napa Valley. <laughs> and I remember working at that hospital, at the hospital right there, you know, people like they always like every now and then you'll hear people passing out wine and stuff like that. And I became <laughs> a wino working out there. And so I, I like to have a wine membership. Okay. I like to go whenever I want to. I like to go and go and whenever I go to the winery, I buy I buy mm-hmm. a cup of wine. Like I bought Shawana some wine. I wanted her to drink, but she 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 have decided upon a certain I will open it tonight. time period and yeah, she gonna I'll drink. I'm gonna drink. I, I love drink with wine. Me. We gonna okay. talk after this. Hey. I have some questions about this hey. um, winery called Bezinger. Yes. I was looking into the this Napa Valley winery, so we need to talk because I I want a membership. <laughs> I need some referrals. Okay. Okay. Well, hey. Okay, okay. Well, I can I can tell you when I talk. Every time I get on here, I'm always okay. drinking some K bread. K bread sellers. Hey, they got good wine. I'm talking about like most wineries, they only have like one mm-hmm. real, real good wine. But this one, they good for the I was originally I was attracted to them because of their Chardonnay. Their okay. Chardonnay is highly rated. I just want to teach online and that's really what I want to do. So I can be freed up and I can spend more time with my kids. That's 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 the real truthful thing. And as I get older, I would want to go into some kind of administrative uh role mm-hmm. where I'm just eight to five or eight to four or something like that. Some something like that. Something a little easier. I feel you. That way I'm physically going They said work smarter, really. not harder, right? Mm-hmm. As you get older, so you realize that, you like, yeah, working hard ahead. and, and putting right. all these patients yeah. and hurt my back. I agree. It's not yes. Those mm-hmm. are those are the other people that we that uh, other communities mm-hmm. that have figured yeah. that out. They're like they it work ain't. smarter. They open businesses. They open they they buy all of the houses on the neighborhood street and they sell it to I'm people you. and they keep money in their community yeah. by working smarter, not harder. I was gonna chime in on that Barry about you mentioned mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. already a bachelor's and you're working on your master's, but I was gonna say people can also teach with a bachelor's degree. You just have to teach the level beneath you. So if you wanna see if you like to teach, mm-hmm. you can get your feet well by doing proctorships at the community college teaching the associate's degree program by you know proctoring their exams or doing skills simulation lab and things like that i've done that before before i have a master's mm-hmm. hey thank you for that uh, i had thought about it but since you reiterated it i think i'm gonna reach out community, co- yeah. community college in napa in napa california so um i'm, I'm gonna reach out to them See what happened, blase blase. It's a couple people that uh asked to work there that I know, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go for now, yeah, yeah, and just see because really, I, I really do like how we see the younger students. I actually mentor like four students right now, so I, I actually I, I love working with the young folks so mm-hmm. they, they don't have to make the same mistakes in life that mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. So, um, especially in the ones that mm-hmm. I'm talking to now, they come from the same environment yeah. that I come from. So it just, it, it means more mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, and you have a lot so, to offer, Barry. I mean, I <laughs> yes, uh-huh. yes, Barry with his country self. Um, I think like <laughs> you know, people. It's good to see somebody like Barry who is a black male, um, and who you know might look and sound like other people who might think that they don't have opportunities right. or they can't do do because he doesn't fit the, he doesn't fit the um, stereotype. And yeah, mm-hmm. Barry's worked hard to overcome yeah. a lot. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. right. I agree with that. Most time, especially down mm-hmm. south, when you say mm-hmm. a nurse, you think of a white, mm-hmm. a white female, mm-hmm. blue eyes, nope. blonde hair. 
and I I don't fit that at all. I'm, <laughs> not only am I um, not only am I black, I'm um I'm you gonna look at me, I'm gonna have my gold chain <laughs> on, I'm gonna have my Michael right. glasses on. You, you might even feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't they just yeah, you gonna feel uncomfortable. Cause I get that from time to time out here in California. But over over the course of the shift, people like people they be they begin to like mm-hmm. me. Because it's about the co- a, it's about your guess, content uh, of your character, not the color. And you work hard. So, so if we focus on the content of people's yeah. character, of course they're gonna like you. Yeah. And also That's when right. they become familiar. So they were unfamiliar, they weren't exposed to right. something different. Mm-hmm. And now that they've been exposed, mm-hmm. hopefully for the next black man mm-hmm. with a gold chain and mm-hmm. some glasses or dreads or whatever that doesn't fit the stereotype, mm-hmm. they'll be a little mm-hmm. bit more comfortable. I think that's mm-hmm. that's all. That's the point. Exposure, that's exposure, very true. exposure. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Hey, this has been a, a good interview. Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of wanted to go a little longer. <laughs> hey, now we'll have to do hey, another. Yeah, one. continue. Yeah. We, <laughs> hey, part two. You know what? Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Cause uh, I, I okay. got a couple more questions, but we're gonna go ahead and try to wrap it up a little bit. All right, now. Uh, favorite music artist when you get up and go to work like history month it's black by buddy um but typically yeah and then um and then typically though in the morning it'll be like kirk franklin you know because that's he's got good jams yeah i'm a faith person because i got started right i'm putting on pkk because that's just that's how i start off or just smile gp are you with me that whatever, all those words. <laughs> yes, yes. Now that one. Oh, yes. Yeah. But that's too funny. That is too funny. Okay. I'm going to say this right mm-hmm. here. I used to date a girl back in 2006. I, <laughs> yes, because oh. I, that, that was my first true love out of college <laughs> when I was in college. I love that woman. I ain't gonna say her name because I don't want I don't want no, I don't want that to come back on me. But oh my she used to watch uh, Miami Gardens. Lit. Yes. Yes. Hey, the, yes. the poke Overtown, the poking bean yes. uh, projects. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> All right then, Miss Jefferson. Hey, you've been a great yes. interview. I, I didn't right? know you I, hey, <laughs> hey, I didn't know you was a PK now. I didn't know way. that. <laughs> I it was a pleasure. Know. It was a pleasure, you guys. And I just, I'm so right. um, happy and I'm proud of you guys for taking this initiative to create this type of content for people. This is great. Thank you, Barry. This is all oh, Barry's. Um, this is Thank Barry's you. baby. No, 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 no. Dream no, team, no. no. Okay. I'm not going to take uh, take credit for this. So, <laughs> and, and that's right. It take. That's right. That's right. Cause Shawana asked me, she used to ask me, "Hey, when we gonna start our podcast?" And I was like dragging my feet, and I had to figure out some stuff. So, hey, it, it, it took both of us to get this get this up and going. So, I I thank Shawana too. Yeah, it's been it's it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. 